Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Bradley Trainer Dawn. Yes. Yesterday, I was telling you about something that I got from my neighborhood Buy Nothing group. And you said, pardon me, what? I go, what is that? And you go, oh. And then I said, don't tell me yet. Yes. I, th- I think th- I think I said, does your neighborhood have a Buy Nothing group? You were like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mike, are you aware of the Buy Nothing movement? No clue. You guys, I'm about to change your life. Oh. And I am hopeful that you ha- are in a neighborhood where this is a thing. I would be like somebody could get me into a cult very easily. Did you hear me? You go, I'm going to change your life. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Change it. Yeah. So I actually do hope that your neighborhood has one of these. And um, it, because it has been so amazing in my own neighborhood. And I know in a lot of other neighborhoods, I hear people talking about their buy nothing groups. So this is sort of an organic movement that was meant to like. To support gift economy versus... Like trading things. or No, not even trading things. It is a no strings attached, accepting, giving, and and expressing gratitude. So the the principle is like everybody has a lot of stuff. We're trying to keep things out of the landfill and pass perfectly good, useful things on. In a way that doesn't, um, does so you don't have to exchange money. Mm-hmm. So the buy nothing group, and and I I cannot express enough that this is a movement. It is not like a, a a way to get rid of junk you don't want. What you do is so buy nothing groups are within neighborhood boundaries, and there's rules and regulations for having a buy nothing group, a true buy nothing in this gift in this gift economy sort of spirit. Um, you like there's a neighborhood that they would, you know, the people, the admins would draw a boundary around. This is the neighborhood that this group serves. Okay. And it started actually on Facebook. There is an app, but my understanding is the app is not as good or reliable as the Facebook group. Okay. And you will, for example, if I had something that I was not using anymore, but it's perfectly good. Let's say I'll give a real example, like a cast iron skillet. That maybe we don't use enough. It's taking up space in my house, but it's perfectly good. Mm-hmm. Rather than just dropping it off at a donation place, which is also a perfectly good thing to do, I might go to my buy nothing group and I'd take a picture of it and I would use the hashtag give. I've got this cast iron pan that I would like to give to a person. I'm going to let it sit here for a few days. If you're interested, that you you express interest in the comments and then a couple days later, you might pick somebody's name and then you that person can come and claim that thing. And in, if you drive around neighborhoods, you will see little bins outside of people's houses. Those are oh. your buy nothing bins. OK, so then you package it up, you put somebody's name on it and you throw it out in the bin. You can ask you can ask for things. So, for example, at one point, I had a bunch of PS2 games that wouldn't work on a PS4. Right. And so but I didn't have a PS2. Yeah. That was working. So I said, hey, ask, hashtag ask, mm-hmm. does anybody have a PS2 that it works? Yeah. 
And then people will show up. Or for example, my daughter wanted to um, explore with playing the bass guitar. Yeah. So I said, does anybody have a bass guitar you're getting rid of that you're ready to part with? Yeah. People will show up with things. You'll have no idea. Oh. Right? Or you can ask to borrow things. Oh. Right? So here's another example. Yesterday, as you know, I was struggling with my neck. I had like a lot of neck pain that was coming from my back. How's it going? So much better today. Do you know why? The heating pad? Kind of. No, but? But I put something out on my neighborhood buy nothing page. I know it sounds silly, but what I said was something along the lines of, I'm having terrible neck pain. Does anybody have any advice, gadgets, things that have worked for you? Ooh, yeah. I got so many people's, oh, I've got this acupressure mat that I'd let you borrow if you want to borrow it. I've got lidocaine patches if that's something that you're interested in. I've got ice packs. I've got, and people just come forward with this generosity and there's no strings attached. No, yeah, it's not like the rules of Facebook Marketplace are this and I answered first and so yeah. people are mad at you because you didn't see their post like it's there's not like, like that. that and there's like a huge there's such a, a vibe of gratitude in this group too because oftentimes like maybe somebody's hosting a party like a graduation party mm-hmm. and they'll say i'm hosting this graduation party i'm looking for the following items and people will come through and then later you'll see this beautiful post from them gratitude to this person this person this person and this person who all made this party so great with pictures and the other thing they try to do is really stay away from open market so for example you wouldn't want to say like this is worth this much this many dollars oh sure sure it's like i you know we're i want to pass this on to somebody (laughs) else no strings attached i'm asking for nothing in return another thing that my buy nothing group has done a few times that's so cool is they do this thing called big ask little ask and all it is is in the comments you say like this is the thing i've been dreaming about does anybody have this and then the little ask is like a smaller thing that I was looking for, like a, you know, a thing of staples, right? So for example, like I was like, my big ask is I, our shredder broke. I would mm. love a new shredder and people showed up and they were like, I've got a shredder. You and can I don't come and get it. the shredder. Yeah. It's the coolest darn thing. If your neighborhood has one, it is, I have built like amazing relationships with people in the neighborhood who have like had things that I needed at any given time that I've been able to like also provide for. It's the coolest thing. Wow. I I love this idea. And also it's not like, you know, because on Craigslist, for instance, there's the whole like free section. Right. And I've always thought, oh gosh, if you're a college student and you need furniture or anything, you can go on there. But I'm sorry, it's scary sometimes. Right. And this is, these are people in the neighborhood. Often you know them or if you don't know them, you know people who know them. You know where they live. Right. (laughs) Right. And so it's a community building thing. And that's what's so special about it. Mm -hmm. It is for people who, and I am one of these people from time to time, who think social media is trash. It Mm -hmm. is a a place where there's just nothing but negativity and grossness. This is like a beautiful island of community. This is what social media could be for people. Oh, it's so cool. The potential to just give and not really need anything in return. I know. So that's, that's great. That's my plug for the buy nothing groups. And have what have you seen the most of on those like baby stuff? Oh, well, the, yeah, I mean, literally, like everything. Like, okay, I'm just gonna like scroll through my own neighborhoods right yeah. now. I see like somebody's giving a dress away. Somebody's giving some shades, like 
window shades away that they're renovating and they're not using Uh, a a trampoline, um, uh, a hat, a husband, a a husband. Uh, No, but like, honestly, it's and oftentimes it's like, I don't know what to do with this thing or I'm not using this thing anymore. Does anybody want it? Yes. And it just keeps things from going in the trash. It keeps things from and it like helps your neighbors. That's great. For instance, I have a storage unit and I don't want it anymore. Some of the things I'm like, I don't want to get rid of this, but half of it, I would say. You know, this is the first time in my life I've had a storage unit and yeah. it kills me. Like yeah. the 121 that I pay every month, Oof. just like ick, you know. Yeah. Um, and like I get things out, but I just end up, which is great. I donate it to Savers yeah. or Goodwill or whatever. But like I was driving around thinking about the box of vases I have that oh, are yeah. from flowers I've had delivered in my life, like six of them. And I thought... Maybe I should just drop this off at a florist and say, you probably spent a lot of money on these vases. Do you want some vases? And they might go, no, we don't want yeah, your vases. Good. But like just the idea of that, that's the spirit of yes. it, you know? Yeah. And it's, I'm telling you right now, if you, this is what you do with the buy nothing group. You take pictures of them and you would be surprised. So many people are like, yes, oh, I would love that. Or I'm yeah. doing this project and I would love that stuff. Or we have in our neighborhood, we have this wonderful woman who bakes the best homemade bread and she Ooh. gives bread away all the time. Oh my god. And you are like always very excited if you get a great bun from her. Hey. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, so can you find awesome? it on Facebook or Yeah, you I don't actually you you'd look for your own neighborhood and see if you have one. Yeah, I actually have gone through here and uh, you can go through the website. They do have the website buynothingproject.org yeah. and then oh. you go into your location. So Don, for example, uh, your area there's like three groups with 2000 okay. people in each one of them. My area there's two groups of like 2000 or 1000 people. So it's it just depends on your area. It's and, so cool. Yeah, you give it a like and you have to you have to agree to three different questions to become a member and okay. then as long as you pass that, you'll you'll join. And it's really cool. Like I lurked for a while before I started like giving and getting and doing mm-hmm. and stuff. But I have there are things that I have in my house that we use or that maybe is are displayed that I will walk by and I will think about the person that I got that from. It's a, it, it the, the the way it builds community is in ways that you can't even expect. It's right. the coolest thing. We've become so disconnected. Yeah. There's something about hearing stories about your mom and dad, you know, back in the day, they knew all their neighbors. Yes. And I don't, you know, I do know the neighbors, you know, I'd say three or four on my street, but yeah, that's very cool. It is really cool. And it really gets you connected to the neighborhood. Yeah. Like I said, just this morning, I picked up like ice packs for my neck and like these lidocaine patches that a kind person was like, I don't want you to have pain anymore. Oh. And was going to give me one thing and just kept oh. throwing things in the bucket. It was so sweet. Oh, that's so cool. I know. I'll Buy Nothing link. Project. Yeah. Buynothingproject.org. Find a group. I'll put it on our show links page in case you're driving or something and you can't remember later. Yeah. Okay. Coming up next, we have Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown, or it could be Aliens or Ghosts. Ooh. That's the full title. Um, this is about a manuscript that nobody has deciphered yet. Ooh. That's coming up next. Olivia weight control centers uh i love livia why because they helped me lose almost 30 pounds five years ago and i still feel great if you're looking for ways to lose weight because whatever reason you know you don't fit into your clothes anymore it's going to be summertime soon it's spring well you have time how would you like to actually lose 20 pounds before 
uh, summer. It's possible with Livia. They have registered dietitians and nutritionists, and they will help you along your way. They ask you questions like, uh, whenever you are stressed, do you eat? Or whenever you're celebrating, do you eat? And sometimes not the healthiest thing for you. And they can give you a solution to help you. It's actually very easy. So please give them a call. Ask for three months free. You'll get that when you mention me. 855-GO-LIVIA. Or you can visit Livia.com. You will not regret it. And speaking of community, it's a real sense of community there because when you go in they will make you feel so welcome and um, other people are on the program too so check it out Livy the adventures of Bradley and Don on my talk 1071 Bradley trainer is not me I am Colleen Lindstrom filling in for he uh, and Don you've brought an unsolved mystery what's the full official well, actually, title we have an open so let's, oh, just, let's just do, do that, that. what is it Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown. But it's probably aliens or ghosts. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, obviously. Okay, so uh, this is about something I never knew that's actually at Yale right now. And it is called The Voynich Manuscript. And it is a book from the 15th century. Now, no one has been able to decipher this book. It's passed hands throughout the years, you know, from sold from here and there and whatever. And it was most recently rediscovered uh, by a rare book dealer named Wilfred Voynich in 1912. So throughout history, there were times where it appeared and disappeared. But um, it, it was like in this secret sale of books and it's ended up at Yale. The thing that's fascinating about it is that it the language has never been deciphered. So like we don't know even what language it is. No one I mean think about so we all obviously the don't know what it says. Ro- no, we don't know what it says, but uh there're all of these illustrations also in it and it it's baffling because there's beautiful illustrations of plants and other fauna and enigma that we've never seen on earth. Okay? And uh there's also that's because it's not of earth <laughs> yeah so people have asked well why it's is it's fake somebody tolkien wrote it or whatever and made up a secret language right which back it could be true that it's just all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A gibberish language that somebody came up with, but it seems so real. And it wasn't faked later because it's been carbon dated back to the 1400s. Wow. So it also took, I think, six horses worth of um, 
what am I thinking of paper, uh, old manuscript paper. Uh-huh. It's came from six, di- I'm sorry, six cows. So the leather of six cows oh, wow. is kind of figured out. That's how big it is. And there's all kinds of things in there that seem like they could be recipes. There could be alchemy in there. There's all of these historical perspectives, but no answers. There's been a lot of studies that's, you know, it's it was actually gifted to Yale. So that is where you can find it. So, I mean, smart people have their hands on it now. Smart, smart people have it. They yes. can't decipher it. I don't know who can. Exactly. Well, nobody has been able to yet. So um, it's there's six sections of this. This huge manuscript, it has botanicals that has 113 unidentified plant species, astronomical and uh, astrological drawings. It has astral charts that line up with our zodiac symbols like Pisces, Taurus, uh, and Sagittarius. There are nude females. This is the most interesting part, not because it's nude females, but they're emerging from pipes or chimneys, like all of these tubes that have liquid in them. And the most of them have swelled bellies, like they're pregnant. Pregnant. And then they're waiting in fluids. It's like tubes and capsules. It looks kind of like it could be futuristic, some ancient civilization. This is so wild. Mm, yeah. Especially because the the fact that they can't... I mean, there are people who... I always think it's interesting that people were have been able to decipher like hieroglyphics etc right yeah we've been able to make sense of languages like ancient languages mm-hmm. but this one has like nothing it's eluded people nada right also you know i got really into all of the different pieces the oldest pieces of the bible that are out there for a while mm. and you look at these tiny little pieces of a codex of and the, they're like yeah the cuneiform tablets you're and, like yeah okay that they they took that and they were able to decipher mm-hmm. that and it's written in this language or latin or mm-hmm. arabic and it's from they carbon date it and they have all of these pieces around the world mm-hmm. of these you know ancient ancient pieces of the bible but mm-hmm. this is all i mean in comparison this is from 1400 so yeah fairly new <laughs> compared right? to the bible no that's factual i mean that's true yes yeah, so um it looks like that it was owned um some of these pictures though yeah like i'd be real concerned about whether they do what's it? happening here i know and some of them seem just like recipes um Wow. It's just really There's some that look a little Dr. Susie. Mm-hmm. They're not the best drawings. Yeah, but just, you know, look like interesting illustrations. Yes. Um, The letters look like something people should be able to figure out, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You you would think. They like, resemble the, letters. Yeah, it's not written in kanji or any type of what might look like Chinese characters right. or or anything like that. So this is just a puzzle that people have not been able to discover. I am and fascinated I am by fascinated this. Fascinated by it. you can actually buy like the copy of what you know at for fifty dollars. I'll put a link on our show links page because Yale, of course, put out it. Of replica. course. So if you want a book that you can't read, <laughs> yeah, and just look at pretty pictures, sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up next, some hockey players give us an insight on that Frank Ocean debacle mm. at Coachella. Coming up next.
Talkers, Bradley here. You know I love being on the water more than most any place on the planet. And that is exactly why I'm super excited to tell you all about my new friends at your boat club. Just think of those summer days on the lake with friends and family. But absolutely zero hassle. They take care of all the work. You get to take care of all the fun. Literally, you just show up, boat, and head home. It's that easy with your boat club. They have 30 locations across Minnesota. And not just Minnesota, they've also got locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and one place I'm super excited about, Florida. Your boat club, best of all, is family-owned and operated. They are not a franchise. They're going to offer you that same five-star service across each of their locations. And they've got annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. There is truly an option for everyone to enjoy the best your boat club has to offer discover the smartest way to boat today with your boat club that's yourboatclub.com tell them bradley sent you welcome back to the adventures of bradley and dawn i'm colleen lindstrom filling in for bradley trainer and dawn you have been on coachella watch and specifically On this whole Frank Ocean story. Yes. And uh, you found some more information. Yes. There's a hockey podcast. Uh, so. Which you're a big fan of because oh, you yeah. do love that. Hockey. It's called Empty Netters and it is hosted by Dan and Chris Powers. They're former hockey players. They were actually a part of, they were supposed to appear on stage with Frank Ocean at Coachella, if you don't know what happened, um, everybody was freaking out because on Sunday, Frank Ocean was the headliner and everyone's like, well, where is he? What's happening? And then it was an hour before he actually performed because they had to deconstruct a stage that had an ice rink in it. Okay. (laughs) So come to find out that all of these ice skaters were supposed to be involved in this performance and it was canceled last minute by Frank. Last minute meaning it's the day of the show and they've been practicing for months. So we didn't know how many performers. We didn't know who the ice skaters were. These two hockey players, Dan and Chris Powers, they were a part of it. And I, part of their podcast describes what it was like that day. Ooh. So for about a month, we've been doing rehearsal. We've been hanging with Frank, hanging with the other skaters, hanging with these incredible figure skaters, going through this whole process. It's this huge ordeal where we're under this elevated stage. We went to Indio last week to do yeah, a, Tuesday. A, to do a rehearsal at location on the stage, main stage at Coachella. This whole thing is a huge production. It's without question the biggest thing at Coachella this year. Oh my god, I had there are Frank stands, dude, going nuts. Going for him. nuts. And people I had people being like, "Oh, I heard on Reddit that Frank because uh, Frank's an enigma, dude. He hasn't performed in seven years. Mm-hmm. And I had people saying, um, oh, Frank might... I heard he was at the desert at one day this week practicing. And, I, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, he was. He I was. was with him. He was. I was there. So, needless to say, if you were tapped into Coachella, if you went to Coachella, the Frank Ocean performance did not go well. And, Brian, feel free to chime in if you've got any questions. Is Brian... Big music guy. He's got a Frank Ocean t-shirt on right now. So Frank Ocean actually is my favorite artist, and I'm wearing the shirt right now. There you go. In honor of you guys. But then uh, I I quickly realized that maybe it's, it's, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that we're wearing this. (laughs) It's true. It might be triggering for us right now. Yeah, so. So long story short, we get, Chris and I were at Coachella. So we're there. We're at the festival. We're buzzing around. We're having a blast. Sunday morning shows up. We get our call sheet, and we have to go to this hotel to be picked up by a runner to be brought over to wardrobe and makeup. That right there, that moment, 
is when the wheels started to fall off. We get to this hotel. We're told to be there by 12. We then get a text that, ah, the runner's not going to come till 1. We then get another text, ah, they're not going to come till 3. I think it was 1, 2.15, then 3. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) we're then waiting outside at 3. We got our skates. We're ready to rock. The bus of all the other skaters who weren't at Coachella already has arrived. They're all sitting in wardrobe. It's a nightmare. We sit at this hotel, and we run into the figure skaters. These Olympic figure skaters, mind you. And they have a disgruntled look on their face, and they casually mention to us that they just got a phone call, and they've been cut from the show. The Olympic (laughs) figure skaters. So we're sitting there, Olympians just got cut from this Coachella performance with Frank Ocean. And they think that we're going to go on? You're 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 saying goodbye to these skaters, yeah. but a bunch of di- former hockey players are going to go up <laughs> on that stage and buzz around. So we're already getting bad vibes here. We then get in this runner's van. We head over to wardrobe. They're putting on this ridiculous chrome diamond makeup on everybody. Needless to they say, these you. guys don't know that they're not skating. Which I didn't realize. Oh we got there and all the bus people were like, you guys fired up? I was like, oh. You don't you know. Don't know. <laughs> you are not aware of what is happening. Here. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so like, what a disaster! Yeah, and that's just the beginning of it. They go on, you know, and this is like a lot of people listen to this podcast, you know, from it's uh, once again called um, Empty Netters, which is so cute. cute. That is cute. It is, yeah. So they're former hockey players and. You know, they go on and on about how, you know, in the end, um, they did say that he was just really nice and he's very precise. Like he's one of those people that they're a perfectionist and he was very helpful because they not only had to skate, but at times had to sing like a choir. Oh, wow. And he wanted them to hit a certain note and they finally did, you know, and he was so thrilled. And so he was just very like exact, exact and meticulous and always nice to them. But they acknowledge, yeah, this was completely 100%. Don't be confused that Coachella had anything to do with this. They're pissed because Frank Ocean backed out at, wow. and didn't want to do this part. And all of this stuff about the ankle fracture and everything happened last week. They should have known. Like, yeah. day of is yeah. just ridiculous. And they're saying it's really just Frank, something didn't sit well with him and he was fighting with the Coachella people about stuff so do you know what this reminds me of it gives me major Adele Vegas vibes yes right because it's sort of a similar situation where she probably could have at an earlier time given people the heads up that things aren't going in the way that she wanted them in the direction she wanted them as quickly as she wanted them whatever but instead she waited till the 11th hour Mm -hmm. and then that's and it does have to do with the perfectionism of the artist. Like, the, I'm not feeling good about this, and I'm not doing it. Right. But what I think is interesting is the, I don't, I'm not feeling good about this, and I'm not doing this, still resulted in a show. Mm-hmm. It just was a bad show. crap show. So they gave them the option of, do you want to go out there and walk in a circle around him and not skate? And so 40 of the skate, there were 120 Skaters. I can't even of, imagine how big that is. To me, you can only fit 30 people because I'm thinking of a little stage. Right. I used to, well, not the biggest stage that just logistically it sounded impossible to have 120 skaters. Yeah. But it was supposed to be that big. And 
they did also say, which I'm glad because I was checked a little bit with like, okay, don't be so mad at him, that he actually was always for the three months of rehearsal, very kind and he does care about people. Yeah, and you know, both things can be true, right? right? Like, he can be a great person and be kind and caring to the but people he's not hired go to do the job. With right. something he doesn't feel good about. Because at the end of the day, he knows it reflects on him. But that's why I think it's so interesting that he still went through with a subpar performance. That it wasn't good, and it really wasn't it good. It was not only not good, it was horrifically bad and then they cut it off because right. they were had waited and they were in the you know coachella said they get fined something like a thousand dollars a minute if they go over 11 p.m or something really yeah, and so that makes sense i, I mean suppose. The, the festival itself like the city does i don't know who does that but they've already paid over a hundred thousand in fines just the festival alone this week right so now it's turned out that frank ocean has completely dropped out like he won't be performing next weekend either so he was one of the headliners. Like, yeah. This was a huge deal. And, of course, fans are really disappointed. But, you know, at least they know now. Well, and you know who wins people, in this is Blink-182. Yeah, because yeah. now and people us. are wanting their money back. Yeah. People that have only bought tickets for certain days because they're Frank Ocean fans. Well, and like they said, he hasn't performed live in seven years. Yeah. So if you are a huge Frank Ocean fan, this was the moment for you that, like, that to be able to see him perform live and, yeah, and then he pulled out we we all know the feeling of like when you go to a destination for mm-hmm. a concert like i was about to buy tickets to something that i'm like that is just for tickets alone for two days yeah for my boyfriend and I, it's going to be eight hundred dollars and i'm not willing to pay that much yeah yeah and then the pearl gem gods actually granted me look at my that wish today and they're going to be performing in st paul i'm excited but <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to the point of you you buy the tickets. It's expensive. People fly to California. They get a hotel. They're spending money on food. They're spending money on sunscreen. Yeah. I mean, just everything. It's thousands of dollars. Yes. And if you're somebody who doesn't travel a lot and you save your money, yeah. it's so disappointing. Yes. I, I mean, again, it gives me Adele vibes. Yep. When she canceled her Vegas residency, I mean, the people that had already booked vacations were rightfully very real PO'd. That is right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So we'll have to see what happens. We had blind items that said that, uh, Mike, what was it, that Frank Ocean's people were recording everything? Yeah, there was apparently a documentary they were working Mm. on, and they wanted to kind of showcase that the festival wasn't uh, giving the artist vision and yeah, showcasing see, that instead it was big business and yeah that is really interesting and of course yeah it's gonna the, the, we will this is only scratching the surface of what will begin to trickle out about yeah. what was actually going on behind the scenes but it sure is interesting to hear from two of the people who were going to take part in this like the chaos that ensued. And nobody is nobody's informed. Like they I go to know, the did venue. they still get paid? Like those Olympic skaters. Well, I I don't know because they also said in this podcast that um the ice skaters didn't even get tickets to Coachella. So they're basically stuck in a tent back there Gross. all day putting they're putting the sparkly makeup on them to be ready to perform. They didn't even know. I mean, it's I don't think so. Like I would doubt mm. it, but maybe they got half or who what knows? a nightmare. It is it is, but you know, in the end it's a concert. But still, 
Mm-hmm. Still, we'll we'll hear more, I'm sure, from Frank Ocean's people and see the other side. There's a real trend also of um, defluencers, they're calling them. People ah. on Instagram who are not influencing you to think it's great. Because we have so many people saying, look how everything's beautiful. They're showing like the old the nasty side. hamburger that you see and like this isn't what you think it is. Yeah, like fire festivaling it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of trends with that. Interesting. So, yes, it just keeps getting more interesting. Okay, it's And already, we're not there. No. And we, we're happy. I am happy. Right? That's right. <laughs> and we are happy to play a game with Mike coming up. Ah. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. If you've got issues around the house, call Hero.com. And don't forget, if you've got electrical issues, your next electrical project or repair is going to be $69 cheaper than it would otherwise because they're offering that as a limited time special. And Hero, don't forget, has been around since 1914. They've serviced literally hundreds of thousands of homes across the Twin Cities. They've got experience with all the odd stuff in an old house and what that can present. Often those can be super unique challenges. In fact, we have some really old stuff in our house. So when it comes to electrical issues, we always call Hero. So call Hero.com today. Save that $69 off. And most importantly, don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Whether it's your heating, plumbing, cooling, electric, air quality, call Hero.com. That's callhero.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Oh, I love game time on the adventures. Bradley and Dawn. Bradley Trainers off. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Dawn. Yes. Thanks for showing up. Thank you for having me. And uh, we've been really excited about having you back. Oh, it's been really fun. Time slot. Uh, and we've just got tomorrow left. I've already got all of the uh, ingredients for the coronation quiche. Oh my gosh. So that'll be tomorrow. We'll be sampling coronation quiche. Yes. But in the meantime, in between time, it's time to play a game. Yeah. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it is time for Game Show Roulette. We're going to spin the wheel and figure out what we are going to be playing today. Alrighty. Hopefully you've had some fun with Game Show Roulette. I love it. Alright, let's see. Ooh. This is one of our future games. Oh yeah, this music always confuses us because we're like, what is that old game? Oh wait, it's a future game. This is the type of game that means I probably came up with it while I was in the shower a couple days (laughs) ago or something. And that is exactly what this case is because I came up with this idea uh, around Monday because you guys were doing your little recap of Coachella Mm -hmm. and one of you, I think it was Don, made the comment, I don't recognize like... 80% 80% of these people. Yeah. Like yeah. you just said. I went through that gallery. Young gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you Wait, go. No, that's not the name. Not uh, that. What, Uncle oh, Waffles. I, I love yes. Young Sorry, Gravy. Young Gravy. Uncle Waffles. That was the my. One. Yeah. She definitely knows so Young I'm Gravy. I'm in love with Young Gravy. Yeah, okay, well, that's her if, thing. if Young Gravy and Uncle Waffles got together, <laughs> you'd have a great breakfast. Oh, my God. Get some old sausage yeah. in there. Hey, so we are going to. Wow. <laughs> we are going to play a game called This or That. This or That. This or That. Now, how This or That works, I'm going to give you two categories, and okay. then I'm going to give you a list of names. You guys are going to go back and forth and tell me if. Is it this or is it that? Now, our two this or that's today in the vein of what we just talked about. The this is Coachella Axe. Yeah. Mm. The that 
are professional wrestlers. Ah. So I went through the name of Coachella acts, and I was like, man, this would make for a heck of a WrestleMania, because a lot of these names sound <laughs> yeah. like professional wrestlers. So I flipped a coin. We'll see who's going to go first. I'm going to give you a name, and then uh, whoever goes first will say, is it a professional wrestler, or is it a uh, Coachella act? Okay. Okay. I like okay. it. Coin is flipped. Uh, our guest can call it. Uh Head. It is heads. Yeah. So you are going to start. Uh, we're going to. You just said head. Just one. Oh. Well, there's not two. There's, there's just true. one. Mm-hmm. This is head. true. There is only head on that side of it. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get this started. Here is your first. Now again, is it a Coachella act or a professional wrestler? Okay, okay, okay. Your first is L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. This is, is hard. It is very difficult. Pro wrestler or. A Coachella act. I am going to say that is a professional wrestler. L.A. Knight is a professional wrestler. You've got the first point. Congratulations. Well done. Let's move on to Dawn. Uh, Dawn, destroy boys. Mm. Professional wrestler or Coachella act. Destroy boys. I'm going to say... Professional wrestlers are is Destroy Boys Coachella act or professional wrestler? It's a Coachella, Coachella act. Oh, and do they spell boys B O I S? No, it's B O Y S. This is a uh, American punk rock band formed in Sacramento, California, in 2015. <laughs> I just want to tell you that Dawn was very excited. It took her a little bit to realize she was wrong. Oh, got it. She Sorry. was like, "Oh, I was." Wrong. You're yeah, wrong. that's because yes. it's such a positive sound. I go, oh, yeah. No. The sound is just to indicate whether yeah. or not. Yeah, yes. Okay, so okay. if you hear the rap horn, it's <laughs> okay, uh, Coachella yeah. act. Yeah. If you hear the ding ding, okay. okay. Uh, we'll move on to the next. After the All first right. round, Colleen has a lead. We got twelve of these. We'll see how many we get to. Okay. Uh, we'll go, Colleen. You once again, White Fang. White Fang is White Fang Coachella act White or professional wrestler? Fang. White Fang is a professional wrestler. Uh, what is White Fang? Darn it! A Coachella act. Darn it! White Fang is a dance electronic uh, mm. musical artist. I do, I do, oh. I do love that music. So that's no, a person. That is a person. Okay, it is it's a, not a group. It's a gal named White Fang. Okay. I wonder if that's her given name. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next one here for round two. Dawn. White Fang Tom. Uh, <laughs> Your uh, next act or professional wrestler is Horse Girl. Is Horse Girl a Coachella act or a professional wrestler? <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh I don't even care if I lose. Um, Horse Girl. If you get this one right, we'll be tied up after two rounds. Okay, how about Horse Girl? I'm going to go professional wrestler. Horse Girl is... A Coachella, Coachella act. act. Yes. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So All right. She got excited again. She did. <laughs> no, I didn't. I knew that sound. Okay. Still a lot of time left. Don't you worry. Okay, okay. Round three. Here we go. Uh, Colleen, you're going first here. Right. Zoe Stark. Zoe okay. Stark. Coachella act or professional wrestler? Okay, I'm going to try something new yeah. uh, in, this, in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try it out. Uh, I'm going to introduce that person okay. two ways and see which feels better. Sounds good. Oh, so great. Zoe Star, right? Zoe okay. Stark. Stark. Okay, now entering the ring, Zoe Stark. Mm-hmm. Now uh, taking the stage, Zoe, Zoe Stark. Stark. I, I'm going to say it's a Coachella act. Zoe Stark. Professional Stark. wrestler. Oh. 
So she should change her name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dawn, if you get this okay. one right, you can tie it up. We've okay. got a couple rounds okay. here left I think we'll be able to get in. Uh, here is your next one, Dawn. Mm-hmm. Top Dala. Top Dala. Dala spelled D-O-L-L-A. Again. It's important to make that distinction. Coachella act yeah. or professional wrestler? I'm going to say Coachella act. Top Dala. Professional wrestler. I, I haven't gotten one right. You have not. But <laughs> like, Colleen's only got fine. one right. I only so. got one, okay, so it's okay. fine. All right, let's move on to the okay, next. Okay. We've got another round up uh, coming here. DJ Gable. DJ, DJ Gable. Gable. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna zig when I feel like zagging because oh. you said DJ Gable, which would make you think it's a Coachella act, but I'm gonna say it's a professional wrestler. DJ Gable. Indeed, professional yes! wrestling. That's two That's for me. Great. The reverse psychology worked yes. perfectly. Yes. Nicely done. All right, Don, you got to get these next two right. We've got two rounds left here. Uh, your next one yeah, is yeah, yeah. Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair. Professional yeah. wrestler or Coachella act? That seems like a professional wrestler. You're going to go with that? Yeah. Bianca Belair. Oh, you yes. did it. You got oh, one. Right. Women's yes. champion right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel Ooh, like I, I um, yeah, recognize her All name. Right. Okay. Final two here. And again, if you get this one right, Colleen, you lock it up. Okay. Otherwise, uh, Don will have a chance to tie. Okay. Remy Wolf. Remy Wolf. Remy Wolf. Coachella act or professional wrestler? Remy Wolf is a Coachella act. Oh, she sounds very confident in that one. And she should be because she's got it right and she's got the win. Thank you. Do you know Remy Wolf? No. Oh, okay. I wanted to make it sound, I wanted to be really confident. (laughs) I was like, wow, I didn't pick a hard enough one because she's very (laughs) confident. It sounds like she's got their whole box set. No. Um, It is, uh, Remy Wolf is an American singer. Okay. All right. And uh, finally, Dawn, just Just for for fun, fun, your last one Paris, Texas. Mm, Paris, Paris, Texas. Texas. Paris, Texas is a wrestler. Paris, Texas is a hip hop duo. Oh. Coachella oh, act. That seems like um, you know, like it would be a wrestler just yeah. because of the contradiction. Yeah. I yeah. feel like the same people who went to school for um wrestler naming mm-hmm. went to school for band naming yeah. too. Some other Coachella right? acts for you that just missed the cut. Yeah. Soul Glow, oh, yeah. Chromeo, oh. Sasha Alex Sloan, and Big Wild. See, those are good. Some professional wrestlers that just missed the cut. Cash Wheeler, Shotzi, and R-Truth. Okay. This is... Never. <laughs> never. I would have never Honestly. gotten... This is just a crapshoot. It is. That's wow. what makes it fun. I want to be clear. I had no strategy going into that, and I have no strategy going out of it. It's okay. <laughs> Three to one victory. Congratulations. Thank Colleen. you. All <laughs> right. And she's coming back tomorrow with her coronation quiche. Yes, we can't the, wait. The controversy. Yes. The only bad thing about tomorrow is that it's her last day with us. Oh. Okay. I'll come back some other time if you let me. Now stay tuned because Lori and Julia are coming up next on My Talk 1071.